Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Zatlan civil society organizations, pressure groups, and the NDC raise concerns about President Akufado's loud silence on critical national issues like Galamse, corruption and unemployment in his address on the state of the affairs of the country. Decided to play it low on the issue of anti-corruption, but that is a, a one that we think is unfortunate. The statement the president read was not the state of Ghana's address. Mm. Look, what is the, the biggest problem confronting us today? Tell me. Is it joblessness? Is it high unemployment? We have details this afternoon also. Yes, it's a season. If you want to be a flag bearer, you go around and campaign. Applies to running mate. So a lot of people are interested. This is our season, we'll be consulted, they have to call us and speak to us so that we arrive at the best choice. NDC's National Executive Committee to deliberate on names of potential partners of flag bearer John Dramani Mahama in the December presidential elections. Uh, who told you that when you are lobbying somebody, you carry money along to go and lobby the people? It's become normal with, with, with the kind of politics we practice well, in, in this country. No, in NDC you lobby, you speak to individuals, you sell your visions, you have to carry your CV in your back. We have details as the party says the ideal partner will send shockwaves and also take you through the leading names making the rounds. Also this afternoon, the Public Utilities and Regulatories Commission breaks down reasons for reduction in electricity tariff for upscale consumers and why water tariffs saw no adjustment. The inflation rate has also dropped. So all these parameters have seen a downward trend. The gas price that we use a lot of time has not changed from the one that we are using now. So these factors have aided the tariff to be reduced. And their sports. Of independent, fearless, and credible journalism, please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. And this afternoon, civil society organizations and pressure groups are raising concerns over President Akufado's silence on some critical national issues that have dominated the national conversation but did not feature in his address on the State of the Nation yesterday. Important national issues like illegal mining, which we call Galamse, corruption and unemployment were not mentioned in the President's speech. Maxwell Agbaba has more. In his penultimate address on the State of the Nation, some Ghanaians say President Tikufuado's speech was notable for its omissions rather than its inclusions. Despite the pressing issues of Galamse, corruption and unemployment dominating public discourse, the President's speech did not address these concerns. Galamse, particularly highlighted by Joy News Erastus as Aridonko's documentary Poison for Gold, remains a critical issue destroying Ghana's water bodies and environment. Some Ghanaians say the president's silence on this matter raises questions about the government's commitment to combating illegal mining activities. Some Ghanaians are also raising concerns about the president's silence on corruption. Corruption scandals such as the Cecilia Depau $1 million scandal have shaken public trust in governance, yet the president's speech notably omitted any mention of corruption. 
disappointed many citizens. Executive Director of the Ghana Integrity Initiative, Mary Ada, expressed her disappointment, indicating that while unsurprising, the lack of acknowledgement is troubling. It's, it's actually not surprising that the president didn't speak to the issue of corruption in his son. Um, we have observed over the years that this has become a permanent feature. It's also because perhaps we demand accountability when he makes some of the statements during the SONA. Uh, we all know that and we put him in office as an anti-corruption campaigner who was coming to do a lot of work for us. However, as it became evident that the government that he superintends over was uh, very much as uh, similar to others in the past, uh, he gradually uh, decided, perhaps maybe the script writers decided to play it low on the issue of anti-corruption, but that is a, uh, one that we think is unfortunate. National Communications Director of the NDC, Sami Jemfi, criticized the president for his perceived lack of commitment to tackling corruption. That, he said, was evident in his presentation yesterday. The statement the president read was not the state of Ghana's address. Mm. Look, what is the, the biggest problem confronting us today? Tell me. It's a joblessness. It's a high unemployment. That's my colleague Maxwell Agbabas' report. Well, let's get reactions to this. You've been hearing from some anti-corruption uh, crusaders on this. But the key issue uh, is also the issue about illegal mining and the fight against Galamse. Let me bring in a member of the Coalition Against Galamse. Also, he's Executive Director, Alliance for Christian Advocacy Africa, Doctor uh, Reverend Dr. Opunifimpon. We're grateful for your time here on the Midday News. So really, uh, is it a matter of concern? Should we really be worried that the president did not highlight the issue of Galamse, corruption amongst others? Could it not be? that uh, we really we may have won the fight against these areas or in these areas for which reason he did not mention them yeah let me say good afternoon to you your team and your listeners uh let us admit that within the period that the president was at the parliament house it, it wouldn't be possible for him to address every national issue in that case if that's the reason for not addressing some of the issues raised, especially the, uh, the Galamse, uh, we can stretch our patience because we have several other occasions. But to say that if it's not commenting, it may suggest that uh, we are doing well, we have won the battle. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't think it doesn't reflect the reality on the ground. Especially when the president was entering office, one of his issues, initial statements, that was a source of encouragement, was that he put his presidency on the line for the Galamse fight. And I remember when we, the coalition you mentioned with the media, when we started this Galamse, uh, the encouragement he gave to us, an amount of effort money that this country has put in the military people if while he is about to leave office we can't get a serious report uh, not just a political thing but realities on the ground that they should have changed that people can now drink this has changed uh, it's a worry and I try and hope with the several opportunities ahead of him, at least, Galamse, and the same with corruption. But the Galamse that he promised us, he put his 
presidency on the line, the president must still consider that as a priority area and maybe take another opportunity to address this damage. But if it's really a priority area for the president in terms of the fight against illegal mining and corruption, how is it that it did not find space in an important address like the State of the Nation? Which other forum will be more important to address these issues than the State of the Nation address? And if we may give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, he did yesterday uh, work. And with the sentiments being expressed, your report, reporter on the ground, and other, uh, you know, people are talking that, President, you're about to leave office. And, and what is your own evaluation? What is your own uh, uh, reflection on Galamse, especially, and also corruption? Now, at least with the public sentiment, I pray and hope whoever is listening to Joy FM at this moment uh, will draw the president and presidency's attention that Ghanaians still want to hear you. We heard you yesterday. But beyond all the nine issues you raised, there are years that are waiting to hear you on Gallup's day as you're about to uh, go through your last year and corrupt it. At least, why have we not been able to change the colors of our water? Why can't uh, the people around uh, Brim, including Achim people, drink Brim at this moment? The president can tell us something and project into the future what we need to do differently. We are grateful for your time. That's Reverend Dr. Opunifrimpong is a key member of the Coalition Against Illegal Mining, also the Executive Director Alliance for Christian Advocacy Africa. It's time for fact-checking, and let's um, fact-check some of the claims made by President Okofuado, plus the minority leader, Dr. Kesa Latoforsing, at yesterday's State of the Nation address. We are focusing on some of the claims made by President Okofuado and minority leader, and uh, Raymond Akwa, head of our research desk, joins me in studio uh, with details on the claims and the verdict. So first, Raymond, uh, let's talk about... President Okofado's claim on the macroeconomic situation in the country. Gross international reserves reflected a significant buildup of over 5.9 billion United States dollars, enough to cover 2.7 months of import of goods and services. This is true. And the fact that, that the January 2024 release summary of macroeconomic and financial data by the Bank of Ghana confirmed this at page 7 stating that the GIR for December 2023 was indeed 5.9 billion with an import cover of 2.7 months. Well, now let's turn our attention to the specific claims on economic growth rate. Real GDP growth for the first three quarters of 2023 averaged 2.8% higher than the targeted growth rate of 1.5% for 2023. And the verdict? Um, this is also true because we know that their growth rate for quarter one was 3.3. That of quarter two was 3.2. And the final quarter, that is uh, quarter three, was 2.0. That's an average of 2.8 anyway. Okay. And of course, we also projected that we're going to do 1.5 for the year 2023. And now let's turn our attention to the claims made by the minority leader on the number of people in employment. Out of 33 billion population, only 11.3 million are employed. And the verdict? L- let's do it this way. Mm-hmm. The claim that 11.36 million are employed is true, as confirmed by the quarter three figures of the GSS labor statistics. But let's look at it this way. Mm-hmm. It is, however, misleading to say this is out of a 33 million population okay. because the definition of employment considers only those above the age 15 years. Mm. 
and that takes out a chunk of that population. So it's not out of 33 million population. It's only those about 15 that has the number 11.36 million being employed. So uh, that statement is partly true and partly false. It's misleading okay. to say that it's out of 33, 33 million. million. Yeah. Okay, now how about his claim on persons outside the labor force? 4.5 million Ghanaians plus, employable Ghanaians plus, are outside the labor force. I think this simply means that this number have simply given up on their search for jobs because of years of frustration and disappointment. That headline figure of 4.51 is also backed by that survey. The survey is the Ghana Annual Household Income and Expenditure Survey. Uh, of course, it sees that 4.5 million, but that report specifically has a definition for outside the labor force. Mm. Indeed, 15 years and older who are neither employed or unemployed. They are neither working nor available during the reference period. There is a variety of reasons why some individuals not participate in the labor force. It is not only because they are frustrated and they are staying at home. Indeed, the biggest reason is because they are in school. Okay. There are other reasons. Or they are sick or they are disabled. There are also other reasons like they are retired. So it's partly true. That's the 4.51. But it's not true that the main reason why they are out of uh, the labor force is because they are frustrated. Mm. There are a plethora of other reasons why they are actually not on the labor force. Thank you very much. Raymond Nakwa is the head of our research desk. Watch what you say because the team will be fact-checking it. Let's head into the election headquarters now made possible by Petrosol. Your clean fall in full quantity and flag bearer of the NDC, John Mahama, has presented names for consideration by the National Executive Committee and Council of Elders of the party to partner with him for the December presidential election. The decision of the two bodies will bring finality to the choice of the running mate at a meeting scheduled for March 7. Well, this has opened the door for lobbying by persons interested in the job. Deputy General Secretary of the party, Mustafa Gbande, tells my colleague Elton Brobe on the pulse that they are ready to listen to those penciled for the job. Well, voting and processes of voting at meetings has always been part of the NDC's custom as far as meetings are concerned. If it becomes necessary at any level of the party, either at the level of Council of Elders or at the level of the Functional Executive Committee, uh, National Executive Committee, that a vote should be cast in order to arrive at a decision. That process will surely be tabled by the General Secretary and the National Chairman, and it will be done. Uh, that, that doesn't just put so much pressure on the flagbearer, uh, George Romani Mahama, knowing very well that with this announcement out, those who are very interested, interested in partnering him will scale up their lobbying skills. Well, why don't you see that it's an opportunity for other people to lobby with the executives for that opportunity, for the that same, slot. The same way. Yes, yeah, so yes, it's a season. If you want to be a flag bearer, you go around and campaign. Applies to running mate. So a lot of people are interested. This is our season, we'll be consulted. They have to call us and speak to us so that we arrive at the best choice. So. Well, that's uh, Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, Mustafa Gbande, there speaking to Elton Brube. And Elton is in the studios with me. He's a lead member of our political desk here at Joy News. And let's talk about the names making the rounds as we're hearing. So, before we, we understand that Toby Affair, a group was lobbying for him. Mm -hmm. Now, last week, we got a statement from the stool that... I mean, he is ready to play any role, assign him in the in the interest of developing the country. 
but he has not sanctioned any group to lobby on his behalf. Okay, that, so that, that statement, statement was from the Asogli state Exactly. Mm. But the statement did not say whether he is interested or not. They okay. said that he, is, he has not sanctioned anybody to lobby on his behalf. Mm. But then we are picking in clues, uh, Julius Debra, uh, who usually is seen with the former president. Even yesterday, yesterday it was yeah. with him uh, when he appeared in parliament for the State of the Nation address. Also, Dr. Nimoy Thompson, uh, mm. He was instrumental in a 40-year development plan when the NDC was in power. Also, the member of parliament for Asuna 4, uh, Eric Opoku, the current ranking and member. We had his chiefs also lobbying. Exactly. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. From the BA region. And then lately, police commissioner retired, uh, Nathan Kofi Boachem. And the name that I picked last night, that is also making rounds. And this is coming from people who are very loyal to the late former president, Jerry Wallace, is the daughter, a member mm -hmm. of parliament for... Uh, Zanetto Ajiman okay. Rawley. So these are the names that we are picking. But we also do understand that the former uh, 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 running mate, yes. Professor Jenano Poko Ajiman, is in the lead. And in fact, we put this post on our on, on, on our social media channel. The national, the NDC said to consider the nomination of the running mate for 2024. Do we expect the party to retain Professor Nana Jenopo Ajiman? Uh, so far, out of the 1,000 people who voted, 53% are of the view that she should be retained, 37% says no. Okay. Well, so what will happen on the day of the announcement? Um, what are we expecting to happen? According to the Deputy General Secretary, it's likely that because several names have been put before them, they may go into a voting session to determine who is best uh, suited for the role. And that's what will happen on Thursday, March 7. There are a number of individuals whose names have been shortlisted under consideration. And so within the filtration system and consultation, a name will emerge. Various groups will look at it and make inputs. Then afterwards, one person will be selected and settled on to pair the president. Surely, this slot is reserved for an individual who will complement to the vision of the president. So does it mean that the final decision on the running mate will be a decision taken by council rather than what we've been made to believe that it is, it, it is always the choice of the flag bearer? Well, the, the choice of the flag bearer uh, is right, but it has to go through the rank and file of the party to ensure that uh, the party structures make inputs as to who is best suited for the season and the time that we are in. Mm. Can the president compliment the president in the difficult time that we are in, given the way this economy has been mismanaged? That's uh, Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, Mustafa Bandi, there interacting with Elton Brobe on the Pulse. There's more of that also on my joyonline.com and taking us out of the election headquarters, made possible by Petro Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. You're still listening to the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. And the Public Utilities and Regulatory Commission has made some adjustments in electricity tires. For those consuming over 300 kilowatts, a reduction has been announced by 6.5%. Reductions were also given to industrial 
industrial consumers by 4.88% and non-residential consumers, they are getting 4.98%. There will, however, be no change in the tariff for lifeline consumers. PRC attributes the various reductions to improved inflation and exchange rates as well as stability in fuel prices. Director of Research and Corporate Affairs, Dr. Richard Obute, breaks it down in an interview with my colleague Kenneth J.C. on Newsdesk. The quarterly tariff reviews are hit on four decisions. Basically, the exchange rate, the inflation, the generation rate, and the floor price. Okay. The last time we did the tariff, the exchange rate, and the, if you look at the generation mix, we used 33% for hydro and then 68% for thermal. Now, this time around, we're using 35% hydro and 65% thermal. The inflation rate has also dropped. The last time we used about 40% for inflation. The gas price that we used the last time has not changed from the one that we are using now. So these factors have aided the tariff to be reduced. Uh, what is peculiar is that you did not you know, effect the same reduction for lifeline consumers. Well, for lifeline consumers, you should be consuming between 0 and 30 kilowatt hours. Well, Dr. Obote explains why water tariffs weren't affected. Actually, electricity is what sometimes drives the water tariffs. So the electricity pricing actually has had some positive impact on the water tariffs. But the water tariffs, really, the last time we already gave an adjustment of 1.18% in the last tariff that we did. So this time round, from all our computations, the water tariffs will maintain the same rate as they are. Uh, it will still be the same the next quarter, but until maybe factors change again, then we'll see how maybe it will impact on the water tariffs. But from the 1st of April, the rates we pay now will still be the same rates we pay from the 1st of April in the case of water. That's Director of Research and Corporate Affairs at PURC, Dr. Richard Obute there. Let me bring in uh, Corporate Affairs Director for the Electricity Company of Ghana, Leila Abubakar. Thank you so much for your time here on the Midday News. So I'm wondering, how did the electricity company um, collaborate in determining the tariff adjustments and ensuring fairness to consumers as well? Um, thank you very much. Good afternoon to your listeners. Usually what happens is that the PURC invites us around the table to actually investigate the cost of our production. And when I say production, it means distribution to our customers. And so it's the information we give them with regards to the cost of our operations that mm. they factor in, amongst other things. Mm. But generally, would you say you're happy with the final product or the final announcement from the PRC? I will say yes and no. Yes, because yes, this brings a general relief on our customers but no because uh, our incomes and our revenues also depend on this and so it means that we are also going to look at a reduction in our revenues at the end of our collection is it going to impact revenue streams overall you'd say well uh, from the mathematics that's what we should expect but then since we also make money through other non-energy maybe we might be able to make up and we've been steadily increasing our revenues and so uh, hopefully it shouldn't be so turbulent on our side. And I'm wondering, I slept in darkness last night. What happened? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to answer because I don't know where you live, unfortunately. And unfortunately, it was general as well. A lot more people um, are complaining about that as well. I didn't sleep in darkness. 
Okay, good for you. Thank you very much. That's the Corporate Affairs Director of the Electricity Company of Ghana, Leila Abubakar there, taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News. Live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions are sponsored by the Petrosol. Your clean fuel in full quantity, Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duoplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator and where Duoplus goes water always flows we've been hearing from civil society organizations pressure groups and the ndc raise concerns about president akufado's loud silence on critical national issues like galamse corruption and unemployment in his address on the state of the nation we return from the break with sports and display squatters mostly liberian refugees occupy classrooms after demolition by gomwa fetter traditional authority see my machine outside no notification just they break they say they coming to break our places so nowhere to go don't know if na ground asleep god make i wake up then i if i not wake up i tell god thank you Stepping up your entertainment from the 15th of January at no extra cost to you. If you are on GoTV Value, upgrade to GoTV Plus to watch GoTV Max. Already on GoTV Plus? Upgrade to GoTV Max to enjoy GoTV Super. And if you are on GoTV Max, upgrade to GoTV Super to enjoy the best of the best on GoTV Super Plus. Don't wait. Step up your entertainment today. It's on us. GoTV. Love it. Tis and see supply. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports. Hello. Hi, Amifa. What do we have in sports? Well, the Black Queens of Ghana are in action later today in Indola in that second league of the third round Paris 2024 Olympic qualifier against Zambia. Ghana needs to overturn the first leg deficit of one goal and win by a goal margin better than one or on penalties. Here's head coach Narhopto. And, uh, I heard that tomorrow it's going to be a, a packed stadium, so um, we like it, we like this crowd and uh, I hope it will be a big football game um, tomorrow evening for all of us. So we also have some plans for tomorrow, you will see, but of course uh, it's, it's, it's our approach um, to be stable in the game um, and, and we need to score. Um, we are aware of that um, and you will see tomorrow on the pitch what our, our plans are. You had Black Queens coach in our hotel speaking there. Achu, thank you so much. Have a good day. Now, the Wa District Court presided by uh, Max Tetriku, Max Brain, has remanded for the second time seven persons in connection with the gruesome murder of owner of Royal Cozy Hills Hotel, Eric Johnson, for another two weeks. Yesterday, the human resource manager of the hotel was also picked up in connection with the murder. We'll bring you details of that in our subsequent bulletins and display squatters, mostly Liberian refugees, have taken over classrooms in Budumburim in the central region following the demolition of their structures by Gomuafete Traditional Authority. Well, notice um, to demolish the camp in 2021 was put on hold following intervention by the refugee board. But last night, the assembly started the demolition exercise affecting over 2,000 persons. But we don't know. We have just uh, got a school. Oh, we're going to go to a school. Even when we put the school, when we put the school, they were not so easy. The, 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 the principal, the organ, and we said, look, there's no can go. When crosses come, we look at a church and a school. They will run for safety. They said, we have come to rescue you. So yes, of course, yes. Well, the district chief executive for Gumwa is Solomon Dakokwam says the demolition was at the instance of the Regional Security Council. 
We'll get to hear uh, from the DC uh, shortly on that. Also, there's more on myjoyonline.com. Well, it's time to bring in MNJ and Jackie is here. What's trending, Jackie? Well, a lot is trending. You know, Sona 2024 is trending, but not the Sona that we know. This is the State of Nothing address. Oh, hashtag State of Nothing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What so, you know, um, Ghanaians on social media have been voicing out things that they were expecting in the Sona that they thought the president didn't highlight. So that is why the hashtag State of Nothing address is trending. And also we have um, the hashtag pay for Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.